Satan, Satan is under my feet. Hey, give a lot of clap of praise. Praise the name of the Lord. Satan is under our feet. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh my, why don't you give the Lord a shout? Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord has been good to us. Hallelujah. And Satan is under our feet. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 I want to greet you all in the name of our Lord Jesus. My brother Richard from Mutundwe. May the Lord bless you. Thank you for coming to share with us the word today. And my sister. You heard what our brother said, no membership, but fellowship. As long as you want to fellowship with us, you said you are looking for a perfect church. We have a perfect word. <laughs> and uh, we welcome you to feel free anytime and come and fellowship with us. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. I also want to thank you for prayers. I, I had a good trip to Karamoja on uh, Thursday and I returned yesterday. And I met Brother Lopuli's family and some ministers and we were able to get another brother to replace him to do the translation. Actually, his brother to replace him. Isn't the Lord good? Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. My friend and brother Herbert, you're welcome. God bless you. And I think they have given you the best seat. <laughs> Amen. I'd like us to sing a song. Um, a song, uh, shout to the Lord, brother, if you can give us the lyrics. And then as we finish that song, we shall go to the book of Joshua. Before we get seated. Joshua chapter 6, verse 10. But before we read, I'd like us to sing that song. It's just uh, an inspiration of what I'm going to speak about this morning. My Savior, Lord, there is none like you. All of my days, I want to see the wonders of your mind.
Lord, as we open the pages of your holy word, take it and speak to us. Speak to each heart, Lord. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. 
Amen. Praise the Lord. Nothing compares to the promise of Islam. Amen. We'll go to the book of Joshua. Chapter 6. Verses 10. Brother Joel, I had never got a report from your office. Muganda wange office So I have nothing to announce. This Chapter 6, verse 10. And Joshua had commanded the people, saying, Ye shall not shout, nor make any noise with your voice, neither, the, neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth until the day I bid you shout, then shall ye shout. Yeswa esula yakumi tutandekide kuriamukaga onyore kumi. Yeswa nala gidaba ntunga yogenanti. Temuogelela waguru nedobo zili ya mwe Lireme okuulirwa Nechigambo chona chireme Okuvamuka mwaka mwe Okutusa kurunaku Okutusa kurunaku Uruendi balagira Okuogelela waguru Nemulioka muogelela waguru Agambi okuogelela waguru na hiku nukulekana Ok, read it, read it again using the, that word Amen Yoswa nara gira abantu ngayogeranti temuleka nila wakuru netobo zili ya mwe lireme okuulirwa nechigambo chona chireme okuvamu kamwa kamwe okutusa kurunaku ruendi balagira okuleka nila wakuru nemulio kamuleka nila wakuru Praise the name of the Lord Kama evaziwe Amen. May the Lord bless bless you and bless the reading of this word. For some time now, about two weeks, I have been speaking on the subject of faith. And uh, uh, we, did, we spoke on the sixth sense. The sixth sense is faith. We also spoke on part two, the sixth sense. Speaking of God as the I am. He is even now. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. We also spoke on the battle is the Lord is. That was on uh, on Wednesday. But we also spoke on faith in Jericho. And I promise you that there will be a part two. Um, uh, and that's what we are doing this morning. Faith in Jericho. And we, we spoke on uh, the woman Rahab. And the spies that had come to Jericho, the spies that came out from the camp of the Israelites, and they had come to Jericho to spy the land. And there was no 
person there that really understood who these people were and why they came. But only a woman who actually happened to be a prostitute. And her name was Rahab. And she was the one that received the revelation of who these people were and what they had come to do. And so I will realize, Brother Barnum said that faith is actually the revelation of the will of God. You see, faith is not something you work up. It's not something you say, I pray too much to get faith. I fast too much to get faith. And we know there are people who go on, a, on prayer mountains and fast for days and days and months and months. But we realized from the subjects we've been going through that, us, that actually is not faith. Faith is not being uh, having the ability to pray while shouting to chase a demon. That, oh, I saw the man praying with faith. Because he was shouting too much. And he kicked the demon out. No, that is not faith. It's not the shouting that is faith. Faith is a revelation of the will of God. And we realize that there are many women and men of faith. And the father of faith in the Bible is called Abraham. And Abraham never did anything. He only believed God. And that made him a man of faith. Why did he believe God? Because it was revealed to him that what God said was true. Abraham went to buy the clothes of his baby, animal baby. Because it was revealed to him that what God said is true and it is coming to pass. The woman Rahab in Jericho, it was revealed to her that these men were not alone. That the God of heaven and earth was behind these men. And, uh, the, and, and, and Rahab took them in, took care of them, hid them on her roof, and, and told and made a covenant with them that when you come here, I need assurance from you that you will not kill me. And she gave conditions. She said, not only me, but me and my, my mother, my father, my brother, my sister, and everyone in my family. Who told her that these people were coming to destroy Jericho? Tell me, how did she know? It was revelation. And that is faith. 
She was a woman of faith. And the Bible says, actually, Jesus said that the, all hell will be against the church. But he said, upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against me. So now, what is this rock? This rock is not, uh, some people say it was Jesus. Others say, you know, this rock was, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, they say it was, uh, you know, uh, you know, Jesus, because Jesus was the rock and the Catholic church, it, was Jesus, it says that Jesus was buried there and therefore uh, the, the Catholic church is built upon that rock, upon that faith, uh, rather upon uh, upon Peter, therefore the Catholic Church is that church which Jesus was speaking of. Because they think that Peter was the rock. And the Protestants think that Jesus was the rock. But actually we realize that both of them lacked revelation. Because the rock was actually the revelation of who Jesus Christ is. And Jesus built his church upon that. Because he said to the people, the disciples, who do men say that I am? And say, some say you are Elijah, some say you are this, some say you are and then he said, what about you? What do you say that I, I the son of man, am? And Peter, Peter said, you are Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. So how did Peter know? It was by revelation. And Jesus answered him, and he said, Peter, Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And upon this rock, upon this revelation of who I am, that you, Peter, has received, I will build my church. And the church of Jesus is built upon the revelation of who Jesus is. And then the scripture would say, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And faith is the revelation of the will of God. And so today we are talking about faith in Jericho. And my inspiration is shout. Shout. Hallelujah. Yeah, now you've got it. I mean, Shout. Oh, Brother Polycap, welcome back. And my mother also got gave a traveling message. She went to TZ. And we thank God for that. Brother Samuel, you are also welcome back. Sister Stella. You know, we know you are always in the unseen audience. God bless you. And all the different ones. Here. Praise the name of the Lord. Brother Martin, Martin thank God. He took you through fire. That means you are gold. <laughs> 
If you are not if, if you go through fire and you do not burn it means you are gold. Boita mu muliro ne kutokuocha chitegezolizabu. Oh, this is fortunate. When you have a fortunate peace, God bless you. When you have a peace, mkama kumza. You are welcome back also. Tukulisayo nawe. So gold goes through fire. Zabu aita muliro. And when God gold goes through fire it, it is a purified praise the name of the lord amina i said praise the name of the lord amen amina my brother fred also god bless you you were away for two weeks yes brother fred mukana fred praise the lord shout how many feel like shouting this morning shout my 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 but joshua but, but joshua said you will not shout joshua yabagamba temulekana not make any noise with your voice temulekana na malobozi gamwe neither shall anyone proceed out of your mouth yadechigambo chono kuva mukamwakamwe until the day i tell you shout okutusa kuluna kulwendi balagira okulekana then now you can shout katia omulyoke mulekane now I want us to see the background of this statement. Now Jericho, now look at verse 1 to 2 of Joshua chapter 6. Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thy hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. Hallelujah. Why? Because of the children of Israel. Now let me tell you, if God needs to shut the entire government, because of his children, he will. If God has revealed to you what is yours, nothing can and will stop you. God has revealed to the children of Israel given you the land. A land I promised your father. A land flowing with milk and honey. And this land is yours. And remember there were people in this land. There were already people living there. There were Jebusites. There were Philistines. There were Canaanites. And God told his people through Abraham I have given you this land I don't care who has it but all I know this land is yours and everything in it is yours and it get it got into their head a generation died and another generation was born and they were raised knowing one thing the land is ours the land is ours now you remember as they were coming from Egypt they reached, they reached uh, the desert and many of them began complaining and they were complaining, complaining. They were saying, Oh, you know, 
It's very hard. We can't make it. It is better for us to go back to Egypt. So that we uh, so that we can be able to eat the onion. I want to and the, the garlic and the meat and this did not please God you know the world can give you garlic and onion and meat but they will give you also suffering with it but how many here have revelation that the suffering of a child of God is the will of God in the right way cannot be compared the glory that is promised to us. Hallelujah. Amen. And they had this faith. But some doubted. And God said to Moses, stand aside. Let me kill all of them. Mother said, no. God, you can't do that. You can't do that. Because what will the people speak? What will they say about us? They will say that our God has failed. And his promise has not been fulfilled. And so it seemed as though God forgive them. But let me tell you, when God speaks a word once, it is perfect and final. It cannot be improved. It cannot be changed. It cannot be reduced to something else. The churches today are trying hard to improve on the gospel, to improve on the Bible, to change the Bible let me tell you, the word of God is perfect in heaven. It can never be changed. When the Bible says baptism is in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, it cannot be changed. When the Bible says, no women preachers, it cannot be changed. When the Bible says, one wife, cannot be changed. Whatever God says in his word, it can never be changed. Hallelujah. Amen. And these people, it seemed as though God left them. But after a while, they died. An entire generation, they died in the desert. One by one. And there was another generation after 40 years. And this was their children. Actually, the ones who came from Egypt and entered into the promised land from the old generation, there were only two. And that was Joshua and Caleb. Why did they make it? Because they took God at his word. Take God at his word. You can never regret it. God is pleased with men and women of faith. If you have faith in his word, God feels good about you. But if all you have is doubt, God is not happy with you. And God is not pleased with 
fools. That's a scripture now. Now listen to me, church. So these children of Israel who were now born, they were raised by the by a new generation of Joshua. And Joshua told them one thing. We have a promised land. And we are going to get it. And I was one of them that went and spied. And I saw the land. And the land is real. And the land is flowing. And the more than able to take it. And, and the, gener the Joshua generation believed it. And God was happy with that. Hallelujah. Amen. Will our generation believe the word? Will our generation take God at his word? If we do that, we shall eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. Amen. And so these people they knew. We are going to go and take the land. And when they reached the, the brink of that land. There was something between them. And the land. And that was river Jordan. Remember their God was still the same. Oh. Those of you who have sung spiritual songs today, God bless you. Oh my. Just charged me because it was really about what I was going to preach about. The God was still the same. The God of Moses was the God of Joshua. He never changes. Let me tell you, the Gentiles have three different gods. And they call him the Trinity. But the Jews have one God. He's the God of Abraham. He's the God of Isaac. He's the God of Jacob. He never changes. And let me tell you, there are some Gentiles called the bride of Christ. I believe we are one of them. We believe the Roman three gods. We believe the one God of Israel. He never changes. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus yes. was that same God and made manifest in the flesh. And he came to save us. And he came to tell us the land is real. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we see that this Joshua generation they believe that the land was real. And when they reached Jericho, they remembered the same God that made us and our fathers to cross the Red Sea will help us to cross Jordan. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I love God because it's the God of order. He told them, he told them how they were going to cross. You know, that was the Ark of the Covenant. And, and the Ark of the Covenant was representing the Word of God. And you see, uh, the, the priests they were supposed to carry it and they were the first they were supposed to be the first ones to step in the water at the banks of Jordan and the moment they stepped in the water the, 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 the Jordan river began to give way 
Why? Because Jordan River recognizes God. Recognizes God. It is only in man that does not recognize God. Let me tell you, Apostle Paul told many things. And one of them was how women should uh, appear in public. They should dress in modest apparel. And he said that they should have a covering on their head. And he said the head of every man is Christ. And the head of every woman is the husband. And he says if the woman does not have a covered hair, if the woman doesn't have a covering on her head, she dishonors her head. Meaning she dishonors her husband. But should have a covering. He said if she doesn't have a covering, she shouldn't even pray. She shouldn't even prophesy. Because a covering on her head is very important. He said that a woman has Power on her head because of the angels. When she keeps that covering on her head, she had power. Now we can go in the details. We can go in the details. But I want you to see what I want to see. Today. And then he, he concludes by saying, The woman is here. Is her covering. Did you hear that? Not a veil. Hair. What does it mean? It means women shouldn't cut their hair. Is that right? And men should cut their hair. Oh! Pastor, this is a small, small thing. God respects nothing but his work. Praise the name of the Lord. I said praise the name of the Lord. And we notice here that these people as they were going to cross the Jordan River they realized that they had the Ark of the Covenant and God respects his word. Those men who are they are, when they stepped in the water, the waters gave way. Let me tell you, brother, if you don't subtract on the word, if you keep the word the way it is, the waters are going to give way to you. The world is going to give way to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Problems will give way to you. They will say, oh, look here. They will give way for you. And you will go through to go and proclaim your life. God told them, every footstep is possession. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Every footstep is possession. Wherever you stay, you're now holding you're not going back. Continue going on. You are going to possess. Okay, little by little. Little by little. And finally, I give you my word. You will possess all the land. And see you now. Again, that better Hallelujah. Amen. And there were Jebusites. There were, uh, you know, you know, the people in Jericho. The Philistines. There were many, many groups of Amorites. But all those God did not consider. Why didn't God consider them? Because these people had faith. They were children of Abraham. And because of that, they had to claim and to possess every promise that God gave to Abraham. Now, these were biological children of Abraham. But we had the royal seed of Abraham. That means we must claim and we must possess every promise that God gave to Abraham. Oh my, my, my. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. These people knew nothing will stop them. They knew they will stop at nothing. Nothing will stop them. And they will stop at nothing. Until they have achieved the promise. Amen. He will close even governments if he has to. He will change the status quo if he has to. What is yours is yours. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Brother Martin, what is yours is yours. What is yours, my brother Parker, is yours. The devil can't take it. The devil can't claim it. The devil can't have it. Why? Because you have a promise. We need to learn. We need to know what our promises are. We are children of God. We are children of Abraham according to the promise. And I tell you, nothing will stop us. Nothing will stop us. And we will stop at nothing. Sometimes the devil wants to give us something to replace our promise. But we will tell devil the devil. No, we will stop at nothing. Even if we get money, we will not stop there. Even if we get riches, we will not stop there. We know what our promise is. Even if we get power and authority, that's not what we are really We may get houses. That's fine. Wives. That's fine. Children. But listen, we have a promise. And the promise is to overcome the so that we can be able to reign with him. The promise is to go in the rapture. We will stop at nothing. And nothing will stop us. What is ours is ours. Let me tell you.
tell you if God has to stop government for you to attain what you want you will, you will do that if God has to close down everything if he has to change the status quo he will do that now let me tell you the Bible says all Jericho was closed no one could go in or out because of the children of Israel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, God is able to do that even today. If you receive the revelation of that, then you begin claiming your promises. And I want to tell you our promises. The message of the hour is ours. Hallelujah. Amen. All the promises of the book is ours. Holiness is ours. Righteousness is ours. Overcoming fornication and sin is ours. Overcoming the world is ours. The rapture is ours. Prosperity is ours. Do you believe that? Those are our promises. The change of our bodies is ours. Tongues is ours. The interpretation of tongues is ours. The gifts of the spirit. Prophecies ours. Discernment is ours. Hallelujah. Amen. No matter what the devil does, no matter what he plans against us, the revelation has already hit us. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh my God. Someone help me preach this. Morning. No matter what the devil tries, the revelation what is ours has already hit us. If others want miracles from the the revelation of the word, it has knocked us. Hallelujah. Amen. It has already hit us. And we know that we know we are truly. Hallelujah. Amen. We are his children. We are his bride. We are going to overcome. We know that we know who we are. We know that we know we are. Oh my, am I speaking to someone here? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The devil can try to hinder it with the depression, with addictions, with failures, with sin, with all sorts of things that sends from the pits of hell. No amount of addiction, no amount of depression, no amount of sin, no amount of failure can hinder this prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. The devil cannot succeed. The devil has given some blows to some people. Help me this morning. Let us return it to him. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm sorry I came this morning determined. I am not going to forgive the devil. I have to give him enough clothes this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Because we know our promises. We know who we are. We are children of Abraham by faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, devil, this sin. Oh, this lust. 
Let me tell you. The devil knows what you are. If you know your promises The devil knows it And when you reach his territory He begins to shake Saying You have come Tell him I have come I know what I am I am a child of God I am a Jesus says, and I've come to take your name, whatever that belongs to me. Hallelujah. Amen. That, that the great, great grandfather bewitched me. He put a curse on me. There is no curse unto Israel. The, the more you believe that trash, the more it will bind you. I am here in the name of the Lord. To break you loose. From, from that evil mindset. I need to be set free. Hallelujah. Amen. Some people, whatever they are, they see demons. They said, ah, it's a demon. Oh, this is a spirit. No, not in my world. In my world, blessings are around me. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? I said, why? Because you are beside me. Hallelujah. Amen. Wherever I go, the Lord is beside me. Wherever I am, He goes with me. Because I am His seed. Don't fear what man can do. Look unto what God can do. And that's why we shout. Because we have a reason to shout. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. And if you are offended with this shout, go and watch football. Don't worry. I'm sure that shout won't offend you. But I love this shout in the house of the Lord. I love a shout of victory. A shout of people who have a revelation of the promises of God. Hallelujah. Now, now let me let us go through the strategy. The strategy of uh, to defeat and possess Jericho. Jericho, Jericho is the world. Jericho is the devil. Jericho is Let's type it that way. You want to destroy Jericho. But also you want to possess it. There is something in there that belongs to you. There is faith in Jericho. There is Rahab. A woman of faith. So you don't want to destroy everything. You want to first obtain what belongs to you. In Jericho. So you can now destroy it. And then possess it. You're not going to possess it. You're not going to possess what is in the world. In their condition. The, the, the world and the riches thereof is of the Lord. But we don't possess it the way it is. 
we want to possess in the right way. We don't want to possess by bribery. Everybody's giving a bribe to get a job. How you possess. Some people believe that without bribing, they can never be employed. But that's the devil. Who tells you that? And I condemn him in the name of Jesus. You can get a job even without bribing. Even without gambanog. You can get a job. You can rise up in life. You can become a great person without cheating, without stealing, without killing. You can make it in school without necessarily cheating exams. It is possible to possess Jericho in the right form. Let us look at verse 3. We are still in chapter 6 of Joshua. And ye shall compass the city, and all ye men of war, and go around about the city once. Thus shalt thou do six days. And, they, and seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns. And the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times, and the priests shall blow with the trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast, with the ram's horn. And when you hear the sound of the trumpet. Huh, all the people shall shout with a great shout. I love that part, part. And the wall of the city shall fall down flat. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. And the people shall ascend up. My goodness. I mean, every man straight before him. Read that portion three, three to five. Era mulicheto role chibuga abalwanyi mwenna nga mucheto olola omulundi gumu bwono okola nga bwotyo enaku mukaga nebakabona omusanvu bali situla engombe omusanvu ezamayembe agendiga ensajja nga bazikulembeza ensanduko nekuluna ko olwomusanvu mulicheto role chibuga emirundi musanvu nebakabona bali fuwa engombe nawo bali fuwa awo Webali fuwa engombe ezama yemba gendiga ensajja. Edabwe muli ulide dobozi elie ngombe. Abantubo nane bali okabo gerira waguru. Nedobozi dene. Pukwe owe chibuga narioka agwira dala wansi. Abantu nebali nyabuli mutumu masoge. Now they were, they were to go around the city once each day. For six days. The seven times on the seventh then seven times on the seventh day. Seven priests with seven rams horns. Someone receiving revelation. Amen. Seven, seven, seven. Musambu, musambu, musambu. Right now. Seven days musambu. here represent One. to us here in the New Testament seven chapter ages. Mm -hmm. 
There were the first runners. The believers of the first generation. Ephesians. They went around. Once. Then the second generation. Smana. They went around. One. And all those times, I believe the devil was laughing. Who do they think they are? They think they can break the walls of Jericho. Impossible. They are very strong. They are unbreakable. The devil thinks the walls he has placed around our promises are unbreakable. The believers in the first age ran their race once and they slept. Then came another generation. They ran. Third generation. And the sixth generation has already come and gone Philadelphia. And that was a missionary age. Where missionaries went all over the world. And preached the gospel. It was an age of brotherly kindness. Love. But listen church. We have come at the final day. We are the final runners. We are the people of the promise that are going around Jericho just one last time. All the other generation never saw the rapture but they died in faith believing. But the people of the last age they are going to witness the rapture. Who are those people? We are the people. We are the final runners. We are the last bride. The last age. There is no other age. Read your Bible very well. The Bible in the book of Revelation. Chapter 1, 2, and 3. Speaks of only seven ages. And in each age. There was a star. And that star. Was guiding the people. Into the possessing of their possessions. Or promises. And in India. We find seven days of seven uh, 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 of seven going around, and there were seven priests with a seven ram ram's horn. What a type! Seven stars of the seven ages refer to the seven messengers the seven prophet messengers of the seven ages each age had one each age had one each age had one down onto the seventh one 
These are men. These are prophets. They are men on earth. God has given revelation. To unveil the Bible for the people. And the first one was Apostle Paul. And we saw that those things on Sunday. But today, we are in the last age. And the last prophet has come. Are you hearing me, church? The last prophet has come. And when Brother William Branham, William Branham preached his message, it went all over the world. There is no preacher. There is no major preacher in our generation that has not heard of the message of William Branham. Many of them, they plagiarize it. But they don't talk about it. But the people all over the world that have heard that message, they receive it, they believe it, and they are not ashamed to identify themselves with it. On the last day, the seven priests. Carrying the ark would go before ahead of the people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And on the seventh day, they were supposed to go around seven times. I believe we are going around Jericho. Jericho. My God. We are rotating. Which type of people are those? What do they believe? We can't understand. It. They are like Balokole. But again, they are not behaving like they that. They are like Church of Uganda. Because they sing their song. But again, they are not like that. They don't baptize babies. But again, they are, they are confusing to us. Who are they? We are the men and women who are going Jericho, around Jericho. On the seventh day, seven times. We are very busy rotating right now. And everybody can't understand. Have you ever heard of that song? You find many people who can't understand why we are so happy and free. Uh -huh. So over Jordan to Canaan's fair land. And this is like heaven to me. Where are we now? We are in heaven. Heavenly presence of the Christ. This is like heaven to me. Praise God. Sing with me now. This is like heaven to me. What, what have we done? We've crossed over Jordan to Canaan's fair land. And this is like heaven. But, but we are still around Jericho. We are taking our first position. <laughs> Amen. Oh, brother, can't you feel sorry for those people? The women and the men. And the children of Jericho. And even the king. They all went to Paris. Especially the baby. I don't care. If God doesn't care, then I don't care. Amen. 
If God said Jericho is yours, it's yours. Katonda wagamba Jericho yiyo yiyo. Some of you are out there. Feeling pity for those babies. But this one was my baby. I should not let that go. Rather, if you are going to go around Jericho, and the words of Jericho should fall, forget about that baby. I should take it down with Yesu Engalo. If you have understood it, clap for the Lord. Those babies, please let them die. Oh, baby. Hey, <laughs> Let them die. Let them die. Let them die. Because God will do the accountability. And we are the final runners. Brother Banam says in the message countdown. Now we are in the seventh age. And we are looking for that great messenger of the second appearing of Elijah. And he's here already. We are ready. And as soon as that appears, there it is zero time. And the church takes its way home. Goes out into space. They go out into the space, into heaven, all beyond the moon, all beyond the star, and everything else to meet Jesus. I say, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! We are spiritual astronauts. Hallelujah! We are going around. Jericho one last time. When, 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 a, when a rocket is going to you know, go up, there is a great bursting fire and fireworks and a lot of noise and a lot of shouting because something is taking off into the galaxy and I say this that after the last messenger appears he comes on the sea and brings his message then we have reached the last countdown to zero from seven on down to zero what next Shouting of the wall. Down flat. And then where do we go? Oh, I'm thinking of the rapture in a heavenly home on high. When the redeemed. That's why I love that song now. Oh, what's singing? Oh, what's the city will be rolled when I redeem the gathering. Oh, tell your neighbor, when I redeem, when I redeem, oh yes, I gathering. Wash like snow, wash. We will be free and free from our sin. How we will sing? How we will sing? How we will shout? When I redeem, I gathering. And these people were walking in a procession. 
Going around Jericho The messenger ahead of them And them following One by one It will be a great procession We'll be wrong when the redeemer Why do you think God did not tell them simply speak but he had them walk around because sometimes actions of faith encourage faith and please God. Hallelujah. You understand it? Alright. Now Will be a great procession. Give us that one. I want to see those men and women of faith who will walk around. I don't care about your neighbor. I don't care about your neighbor. Just do it as a faith. S some of your words will begin to break into service today. Where is the song, brother? It will be a great procession. Oh my, you have it. Okay, you the other. There will be a great procession over all the streets of God. God bless you, brother. Someone speak the revelation now. Oh, I got a ring. Seven last time. And when they went around the seventh time, there were walls crumbling down. I want to tell you, walls in your life are breaking down. You may be seated. Seven church ages. The church was under reformation. 
at the end of the six church ages by the seven by the six church ages the church was mainly in a reformation but during the seventh church age all the virtues throughout the ages will be power to the last one Whatever God gave the first one, we shall have the second one. We shall have on down to the last one. We will receive our portion and portion. The last day message is the climax of God's voice to the human race. Can you imagine? Think about it for a moment. The last message is the climax of God's voice to the human race. Think about it. The last message. Four living creatures, the Bible speaks of. Four living creatures. The first one was. What was the first one, church? The lion. The second one. Ox. The ox. The third one. First of, of a man, the fourth one, the ego, the flying ego. Those of you who are wondering, where are these people getting this <inaudible> It's right here. In the Bible. Now, those are four living creatures. <inaudible> that was representing, <inaudible> but about, of course, them somewhere, the four temple gods. But then he also speaks of them being the anointing. The four anointing that God sends into the world to combat and overcome the four spirits that the devil sends into the world. The devil also comes in four. What was the first? Church Asoka. White horse. There was a white horse rider riding on a white horse. And then came the second. What was it? The red horse. And what was the third? The black horse. And what was the fourth? The pearl horse. Now, let, me bring, let me break it down for everybody. So the devil comes in at the beginning of the first church age to fight the church. To fight the, the, the redeemed of the Lord. And how did he come in first? He came in riding a white horse. The denominations, they said that it was Jesus riding on a white horse, conquering the whole world. But actually, that was the devil riding on a white horse, conquering the whole world. And how do we know that? Because now you get these things from the from the revelation of the uh, of the seven seals. Now, why do we say that? 
Because this white horse rider had a bow, but he did not have an arrow. Tell me, can God have means to kill and not the, the target to use with? Can he have a gun and without bullets? That's not our God. If he was God, he would have had a gun and a bullet. But this guy on this white horse, he had a gun and without bullet. He had an bow and arrow. Which means he's a bluff. He can't kill really. Why was he riding on a white horse? Because he was coming with a, with a deception. When we see white, we think, oh, the Holy Spirit. But actually, Amazima. the devil was coming dressed in white to deceive the church because the people would think, oh, this is God. The devil, I, the other day, made a phrase. And I said, churches today are going to take more people to hell than the bars will. You can debate that, but that's the truth. Many people don't go to church even. Because they can't find Something for their soul. is suffering and going through things. They go to church and all they find was give a seat. Even the little they had, they will take it away. And he will go back again to suffer. And the man of God will promise him if you give this seat. Oh, your life is going to just be wonderful. You will not eat beans. I prophesy. You will not eat beans today. And when you go home, the beans will be waiting for you in your plate. You will eat them feeling bad and saying that the prophecy did not happen. But actually, that did not come from God. The Bible speaks of such prophets that they prophesy in my name and yet I never spoke to them. And we have many of them today. A true prophet will take you to the word of God. We believe in prophets. Now prophecy can contradict with the word. And we notice that the, the devil has preachers. They are in Nakataiz today. Some of them with dog attack. Others are wearing many big clothes. And the devil has placed them on pulpits just like this. One. And they are speaking even as I speak right now. The Bible says the devil has transformed himself into the end of life. And therefore, he has also made his preachers 
preachers of righteousness. But what are they out there to do? To take souls to hell. Until people are confused. They don't know which is which. When they got to, someone told me the other day. Oh, let me tell you, Pastor. Me, I no longer go to church. I said, Why? He said, I went to church to seek God. But I went out of there when I was full of lust. I said, Why? I said, There were these girls in the choir. And there was one who was just sat directly to me. And whenever she would move, and I went away full of lust. What has it become? It has become a den of thieves. People are making charges to make money. It's after money, prosperity, and power. It's no longer after righteousness. It's no longer after heaven. But let me tell you, God can never lose his own. There will be a representation in every place, in every country, in every location of those people who will speak the word. Preachers do not preach for money. But who will preach for your soul? When you are wrong, they will condemn you. When you are right, they will encourage you. And at the end of the day, you will make it to heaven. And the devil comes on a white horse receiving to conquer the people, the lady, the church. But God. Sends another anointing. The anointing of a lion. The purity of the word. To combat the deception of the enemy. When the enemy saw that, he changed the color. He came riding another one. And this was a red horse. Through the dark ages, Satan began to kill the people. He said, hey, you cannot recant the truth. I will kill you. And the Catholic Church, and this I say it publicly because murdered 68 million Christians. Go and make your homework. More than 68 million people. Because they wanted them to be members of their church more than believers of the faith. To believe the dogmas and the creeds instead of the word of God. And that's what, that was the devil. Killing all those people. But what did God do during that time? He gave them the anointing of an ox. An ox is a beast of sacrifice. A beast of burden. So they were, they were killed. They were killed this woman. They move a baby. Feed it to dogs. And they would ask another woman. Are you ready to die also? She would say, I cannot recant. Do what you have to do. They were having 
bring an anointing on them. The anointing of the ox. God gave them that anointing to accept this for the sake of the gospel. Amen. And then when the devil saw they will all accept to die. He changed his color. And again as a black horse. And he was riding a black horse. And what does this represent? Black was representing famine. This famine was not a food or water, but it was the famine of the world. The devil threw the false charts. Declared that there will be no one who will translate the Bible to the common language of the people. And no one is allowed to read the Bible. Only the priests can read it for All of them can interpret it for you. That was the devil. He came into the, to bring famine so that the people can hunger spiritually and, and go to hell. But God is a God of order. And I will tell you what. God, through our generation, praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. We notice that that time when a pill, when a, when a black horse came, God brought another anointing. The face of a man. What is that? The intellect, the knowledge, the understanding that God placed in man. Men like Martin Luther, who translated the Bible into the German. Men like William Tyndall, who translated this Bible, the KJV. That's why we read it. Because they, they try to kill to, to, uh, to destroy this Bible. You know, William Tyndall would translate many, many uh, 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 would print many copies. William Tyndall and the Catholic Church would buy them and burn them and burn them. And, and that is true. But what I'm saying, he, he did many copies. And the Catholic Church would buy them and burn them. And William Tyndall would take the money they have given him to duplicate more versions. More Bibles. And the cycle continues. And this Bible never burned. And there are many, many testimonies when there are fires on a building and they find this Bible intact. The KJV. We now know it was the God using the intellect of man to preserve food for his children. And that's when the printing press was invented. It is even said the man who invented it never made money out of it. He sold it off. And then it ended up, you know, making more profits and making more Bibles. 
And so the printing press was invented for the purpose of this Bible. Famine. The devil thought he would kill people with the famine of the world. But the Lord said, no. You are joking. I will anoint my children to have the knowage to translate those books. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then comes the last anointing. That was the devil first. He came in a, with, with a pearl horse right. Do you realize? And this is still with Jericho. Because the last time, he ran seven times. The fellow strider. Did you realize that pearl is a mixture of black, white, and red? And this is our generation. The very last one. The devil has come to us. With all the powers that he came in with earlier collected together. Hey, he has come to us with a white horse, red horse, black horse, all together. The devil today seeks to deceive the child. The devil today amen, seeks to kill the child. The devil today seeks to destroy it with famine. Take the word away from the people. But in the same way, when the devil comes in like a flood, the Spirit of God reigns Hallelujah. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord has come to us in our generation with the Spirit, no more you. the anointing of a flying eagle. The eagle is a bird that flies higher than any other bird. The eagle is a bird that sees farther than any other bird. The bride of Christ is Anointed with the anointing to see deeper than any other denomination, to see deeper into the world, to fly higher in revelation, and then we are going to fly until we shall fly away. Do you believe this? This message is preparing us to fly. The words of Jericho are falling in our generation. This is the last time. The last pride. The last revelation. To finish the devil. Hallelujah. Amen. All our promises. We must see them today. 
All the power of God. We must see it now. Hallelujah. Amen. All that God promised in His word. There is no other time. There is to be fulfilled. It is our time. Why? Because we are the people of the last generation. If you see it, say Amen. Let's get back to Joshua now and see. As I try to find a place now to conclude. Verse 8, and it came to pass. When Joshua had spoken unto the people that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of the ram's horns passed on before the Lord and blew the trumpets and the ark of the covenant of the Lord. The, the Ark of the Covenant follows the messengers. And uh, the message of the Theaterian Church Age by the Man says now, well, that's the true interpretation of a prophet. That's the true interpretation of a prophet. A prophet has the divine interpretation of God's word. That's exactly right. How a person can call one somebody a prophet and then say they have the wrong revelation. So, so people say, William Branham is a prophet. But then again they say, he was not having a correct interpretation of Is that possible even? If he's a prophet, divine revelation comes to a prophet for the word of God. And here we see that the ark of the covenant was following the priests. Wherever they went, it was. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah, church. Hallelujah. I want you to look at verses 13. Let's skip a bit. We go to verses 13. Bring it to try to bring it to a climax now. Are you tired? All right, that's good. Uh, verse 13 to 15 says, And seven priests bearing seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord went on continually and blew with the trumpets, and, and the armed men went before them. But the reward, but the re, but the re reward came after the ark. Of the Lord, the priests going on and blowing with the trumpets. And the second day, uh, they compassed the city once and returned into the camp. And so they did six days. And it came to pass on the seventh day that they rose early in the, in the early about the dawning of the day and compassed the city after the same manner seven times. Only on that day they compassed the city. Seven times. Nengombo msambu zama yemba gendiga ensatja. Ngabazi kule mbeze sanduko ya mkama. Nibagenda obutalinda. Nibafuwe ngombe. Ngabali nebi okuruanyisa. Ngababa kule mbede. Ngabali nebi okuruanyisa. Baba kule mbede. Nabe nyuma. Nibagobelela esanduko ya mkama. Ngabafuwe ngombe. Ngabatambula. Nekuruna koruo kubiri. Nibetolo lechivuga omurundi. Nibadayo murusisira. 
bwebako labwe batyo enako mukaga au kurunako rw'omusambu nebakera encha mu matulutulu nebetolole chibuga emiruni musambu bwe batyo na ye kurunako olwo betolole chibuga emiruni musambu au murundi ogwo musambu bakabona bwe bafu wengombe yoswanga gama abantu nti mulekane kubanga mukama sorry all right now in the same manner the bible says mungeriemu bible yagamba in the same manner mungeriemu the same way they went around the city engeriyenyiri je betola mu ekibuga the first day is the same time they went around it the second day atera bachikola mungeriemu omunde gokubiri the same way chikambo chechi the same way they go omwamtukuvuyom through the seven churches if people tell you the days of miracle is past, then their God is not the God of Paul. Hello, their God is not the God of the Bible. Do you believe in miracles? Oh, that's just a few of you. How many believe in miracles? Here? We believe in miracles. We believe in the power of God. We believe in signs and wonders. We believe in all the promises of the world. We believe in the blessings of God. We believe in the power of God. Power to save from sin. We believe in all the promises of the world. Whatever was in the first age, it will be the same today. The same one and the same Holy God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Anglican Church was not was not ordaining women priests. So they sat and agreed to improve on their doctrine. Why were they not ordaining women priests? Because the word did not allow them. Why did they improve on their teaching? Because they backslid. Simple. You tell me, no, 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 Pastor, that is. Wait a moment. The church, I think, of Canterbury, Canterbury, which is the Anglican church, and, and the others of them, they also recently sat and they agreed their priests can marry men and men and women and women. No problem. So what happened? Why didn't they do it at first? Because the word refused. But now, did the word accept? No. So what happened? Anyway, they're just showing that they had already back asleep. Now, why did I say that? I say that to say that do not believe something because the majority are doing it. The word of God is the same and does not change for ages. Even go to the Pentecostal churches. You, you would not find a, a, a woman wearing trousers in the Pentecostal church. Not even find one. And then 
Na ye, they started wearing them outside. But in the church, they are okay. But now, they improved. They can not only wear trousers, but they can lead churches as pastors. So you find a sister, I don't know if I'll use a name which is here, I don't know. <laughs> sister who? Sister Sarah. Osaka, <laughs> sister Sarah. <laughs> we have a sister Sarah, you don't want to get trouble. Sarah. I don't think we have Sister Priscilla here. So you find a Sister Priscilla dressed in a very good miniskirt. Or a trouser with even damage on it. With the high heels. With all the makeup. She really looks like a daughter of Jezebel. And she's very busy saying, Praise the Lord, And the men and women of God are seated there. Amen, Pastor. Excuse me, please. Are we really in church? Is that where the church has reached? The Pentecostal denomination church has, has even reached to a place where it is even worse than the Catholic church. Much worse. Because at least for them they dress their gowns and they preach. And a, a Catholic cannot even ordain a woman preacher. What happened to the church of Christ? They are from the word. But God has sent to us a message to restore us back again. Hallelujah. Amen. Back to the same way. Back to the same Holy Ghost. Amen in the invisible union of the bride of Christ. Our prophet says, but you remember when it, it went down, the grain, it began to ripen. That you find before the grain can ripen, before it can ripen, everything in that stock has to be dead. Can't you see where we are standing? Life is in the grain again. What grain are we talking about? The grain seed of the word. It was buried in the beginning. And now it has been growing through the seven church ages. We are now at the last one. We are at the time of the harvest. That same grain which went down in the ground. The same word which Paul preached. The same gospel which Paul preached. With the same Holy Ghost. Is here again in the end time. And now it is harvest time. God is harvesting his seed. Everywhere. In all the churches. In all the places. God is calling one by one. And they are gathering themselves. Around the word of God. Where are they going to go? Of course in the rapture. 
Hallelujah. To, 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 to now the, the, the head here. I know that life that come through here picked up its people. Now it's forming up into the head for the rapture. Oh. Hallelujah. Amen, Lord. Can't you see we have a reason to shout? Can't you see we have a reason to shout? Oh, that we have, the church has gone through through the ages. It has been bringing it to this time of the head. But before the rapture happens, I tell you, there are many victories we should win. Even in this life. I don't believe that God wants to rupture a church that is so, so sorry. Jesus, I am poor. I am downtrodden. I'm even cursed. Please come and rupture. Jesus. Yes. This sin has really overcome me. I've really accepted. And I've fallen down to the earth. Come and take me. Jesus Christ yes, is coming back for a church without spot, without wrinkle. He's coming back for a church that is victorious. Hey, a child that has overcome. Notice. As we come to the climax now, as these people shout to run around, then the Bible says, the Bible says, and it came to pass at the seventh time. My, my, my. I want you to see yourself as if you were there. You are among those ones going around Jericho. Going around Jericho. And at the seventh Listen, there was a commander when the priest blew with a trumpet, when the messengers preached the message, Joshua said unto the people, ah, This is the part I love. Shout! For the Lord has given you the city. Hallelujah! It's a shot. Why? Because it was the seventh time. It was the last time. Joshua did not see God giving him the city. Joshua did not see a vision. Joshua did not dream a dream. Joshua didn't hear a prophecy. But Joshua knew the word. And the word of God told him. Do this. And at the last time. Then shout. If God said shout, 
then shout. It's not your shouting. It's your obedience to the word. Whatever God wants you to do, you do. Are you hearing me, church? If God tells you to quit something, you quit it. If God tells you to dance, you dance. If God tells you to shout, you shout. If God tells you to jump, I'm afraid you jump. Sometimes you may be going through something. And sometimes the preachers preach. I know the Holy Spirit speaks to you. Come on, jump up. Shout amen. But you know, because of your, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, just remain there. You are strengthened of him. As if you are bound. Let me tell you, you will walk out of here. And let me tell you, God is pleased with the people of faith. When the Holy Ghost speaks, they obey. A church that is dynamic, a church that is not cold and cold, a church that listens to the whole voice of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost tells you, uh, five million. Give it to Brother Luanga. And you don't ask. No, no tables. Just get up. No, you take the five million. No, 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 and you give it to Brother Luanga. No, Hallelujah. Amen. God tells you. Go to that brother and shop him a full closet. Hallelujah. Amen. And you go and do it. No, Why? Because God said. It. You know what is happening. It's not the other person being blessed. It is you being blessed. When you obey the whole voice of the Holy Ghost, what what happens when you are in church and he tells you, come on, clap your hands. I may not tell you that. He may tell you that. Something strikes your heart. And you like clap your hands. Brother, don't wait. Begin clapping. Even if no one is clapping. Because the Holy Ghost told you to clap. Tell you, stand up. Let me tell you, there is no rule or law. When the preaching is going on, you cannot stand. Mm -mm, mm -mm. There's no rule or law. Brother Martin said, We have no law but love. So when the preaching is going on, and he tells you, Come on, run around, stand, clap, shout, you are better to do it than not to do it. Because sometimes that's where your victory lies. One brother, I'll not speak his name. He's a believer in Ethiopia. All right, so now I'll not speak his name. And this brother. They never believed in tongues. Those are for Pentecost. They never believed in those things. Yeah. And also shouting and the rejoicing. But one day, we were in a service. And the Holy Ghost came down with such power and demonstration. And the brother all of a sudden, he was charged up. He got up. 
on his feet and started shouting and started shouting jumping like a baby and in a moment he started speaking in tongues nobody taught him how to speak in tongues no one told him the speaking through him and that brother never remained the same through we serve the same God today. We are in services. Not only this. I'm teaching you now. Always. Sensitive to the Holy Ghost. You don't need to wait for an altar call. You have to be prayed for. If the Holy Ghost tells you, you need prayer. Walk up there. After the preaching is done, walk up here. Kneel down and begin to pray. And God will speak to the minister. Go and speak with that pastor. Let me tell you such prayers. The devil fears them like that. There was a woman once. Amen. And her name was Hannah. And the voice of God spoke to her. I said, Hannah, go to church. There is no service. service. Go to church. And pray your husband. She had prayed for years. That was a time. She heard the voice of the Holy Ghost. As she went to church, and she began praying. Oh, hallelujah. And a, pro, a priest heard. Say, what is taking place? Say, so what is wrong with you? Man? Why are you drunk at this time of the morning? Imagine you in the church. Praying for obeying the Holy Ghost. And the pastor comes. And tells you why are you drunk? He's trying to say you are back asleep. Brother, watch what I Brother, why are you drunk? <laughs> when did you take the, the alcohol? Was it in CD4? Some of you would be offended. And we just walk out. Never that shows that the Holy Ghost is not the one who led you. Some of you people who will be serving God. Don't do this, this. Never do it again. Let them get another person. It shows you are not led by the Holy Ghost. If you are led by the Holy Ghost. And you are corrected. You will humble yourself. And take the correction. No So take the correction from me this morning. Don't sit still. Whenever the Holy Ghost comes down, walk into your possession and claim it. And claim it. Hallelujah. And this woman, Hannah, when the priest said that, he said, oh, My Lord, I'm not drunk. But I'm praying. I want a baby. She said, Okay. Go. The Lord may, may the Lord give you the desire of your heart. She didn't say, but you didn't shout yet. But also, that's how God led the ministry. Sometimes when you're praying for someone, you can hear a voice of God. Shout at that demon. And Sometimes you may just speak a word. Sometimes you can just you know, break some things. And sometimes you can just encourage them. You know, take your healing. Go in the name of Jesus. There's no formula. It's the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And the woman walked out of there. And from there, she received a baby. And her baby became Prophet Samuel.
I want you to receive your baby in this house. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Joshua told them, Shout! Initially told them, Nobody shout. So even the shouting should be according to the word. You shout because of revelation. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Don't shout. Don't let your voice be quiet. Until I tell you to do. So at that the right time. What was the right time? And someone will receive revelation here. The, la- the right time. Was the last day. The seventh time. Of the seventh day. Of the last time. Of them going around Jericho. The last time. That's our time. The believers of the first age had no reason to shout. The believers of the second age had no reason to shout. The believers of the third, fourth, fifth, sixth. But we, the believers in Laodicea, we have a reason to shout. Why? Because we have received a perfect message. And now our Joshua, the Holy Ghost, is telling us. Shout the Lord has given you the city. And they were fighting. So go to the city. They were going to attack the city. But the city, they didn't have it yet. The walls were still up. But here Jesus is saying, shout because the Lord has given you the city. Even this shouting needed revelation. Someone may say, How can I shout? How? Why? I don't have a job yet. Even in, do you know how long I've looked for a wife? Don't even tell me to shut up. The words are still up. My business, I've struggled. I've struggled with this business. How profits? Now you're telling me to shout. Let the younger people shout. That people who were going to take Jericho, they had the old ones and the younger ones. And and all of them were 40 years and above. How many here are 40 years and above? You see, most of you, we're much younger than they. With more strength than they. Here are the older men. Middle-aged. Shouting. Imagine a brother with, a, with even gray hair. I, I'm even imagining brother Joshua. How did they even shout? I don't think there's a formula of shouting. You just shout. Just with your voice, vocal cords. They burst. Uh-huh. But that is the solution for the for, for the bringing down the walls of Jericho. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! What is going on? You know when you want to hear someone, if you want people to, to run to you, just shout. Even if you're in the house, you know my wife. Sometimes she knows how to shout. 
and 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 uh, <laughs> she would pick my attention. No, she would pick my attention. <laughs> something or maybe whatever. <laughs> and you know the children, maybe the children and everything is okay. And uh, the moment. The children we hear that they are okay if there is no noise. You know, and uh, but when you when 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 you hear one of them shouting, you know, shouting brings a mother, brings God down. Did you realize that? It is in the scripture. A bunch of silent people. There is no life in silence. There is no life in the mortuary. The morgue or whatever it is. There are many, there are two great parts of the hospital. One is the mortuary. And another one is the neighborhood. In the lava where there is noise. Hallelujah. Amen. Pray for us. We are soon entering that. In, in the labor one, there is shouting. Hey, hey, hey. You know. All the shouting of all four. You will hear in the labor. You will be a fool. You will pass around and ask what is happening. Life is forming. Hallelujah. Amen. Shouting is happening. And another place is the mortuary. Very quiet. Why? There is no light. That's why we believe our church should not be like a, a mortuary. Our church should be full of life. But I'm saying, uh, uh, life or anything without emotion is dead. And he said, if your religion has no emotion, it. And I'll give you one with emotion. Don't say me, I'm a humble person. Let me tell you, even the humblest of the humble. When something happens, they shout. And here, Joshua told the people, shout. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. I might even say here, that's why we shout while praying. You got that now. That's why we don't pray like we used to pray. In the formal churches. You know, just be there. You know. Dead, dead, no life. Amen. Anything without emotion is dead. If a baby is born a stillbirth, what happens? The doctor will spank the child. Oh, 
Sorry, sorry. <laughs> say, come on, shout. Come on, listen. Even a doctor no, wants a baby to shout. Hallelujah. Amen. I've got an opportunity that I have a living mother. And every time we have a baby, she has been the first to color that baby. Hallelujah. Amen. And some of them can now hear me and say, Oh, Elizabeth, it is the first carry even all the others. But you see, she always does me something. The first baby, I almost had an accident. Because I was in Mitiana. And my baby was born in Kajansi. And I had to rush. I was actually on the pulpit. But I knew that she would call me at a time. I was just on the leading. And uh, I think a pastor, someone was going to preach. And then I was singing a song. I even remember that song. By and by, when the morning comes, we know because in my heart, I was like my child by morning, I will have time. So, notice the songs that the song readers bring sometimes is talking about them. <laughs> We shall find out about that song. Because there's a problem somewhere. Lord, when sin grips me. And you must, you know, there's a problem. You know, we want songs of victory. So I was singing by and by when the morning comes. I was expecting my baby from that time up to morning. As I was finishing, my mom, I saw my mom's phone call. Quickly, all the person rushed. That was the first time I ever rushed out of the service. And I never finished it. And uh, I, uh, when I, I picked up the phone, I just began smiling. Because those were crying, the cries of my baby. I'm now a father. You people who are not yet fathers, you know what I mean. When you are fathers for the first time, you will know the feeling. <laughs> I like I was running, but I started laughing. Because I was crying. I and I rushed. I picked a taxi. I said, no, the taxi is going to I went out. I picked a border. And we rushed to the hospital. And I arrived there. And there was a baby. But noise told me something. Noise will tell God something. And that's why the church, the church of God, has noise. The Lord has given you the city. The Lord has given you the city shout. The Lord has given you your, your claim to possession shout. The walls of Jericho were still up. But shout, Jericho's yard. And these people by faith, they started shouting. The only one, the little one, the 
sounded. Wow. 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 The king in Jericho, Jericho. started shaking. What is happening? The people continue shouting. And what is shouting? What's going on? The ones of Jericho they had a different sound. They had a voice in shouting. Of a child of God, they had something, a different voice that breathed. Come down. God's breath. Let me tell you sometime. When you're in deep sorrow, when you're in suffering, when you're in a trial, you begin to shout. You begin to praise God. You begin to say hallelujah. Something will happen. Hallelujah. Something happens. And here now, I am the one standing in the Joshua inspiration. Because Joshua our Joshua is the Holy Ghost. And I'm telling you, shout you are Shout you are forgiven. Hallelujah. Amen. Shout. Shout your God has heard your prayer. Shout your enemies you now see. You will never see them again. Shout. God has given you the victory. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is for someone. I did not know. When I was preparing myself. I felt the grip of the Holy Ghost. I do not know if it is here or somewhere. But I want to say. Shout. Your child is coming. Hallelujah. Amen. Shout. Your job is here. Shout. Your wife is here. Shout. Your husband is here. I said shout. Shout. Can you stand up on your feet? Begin shouting. Begin shouting. Hallelujah. Amen. Shout! Shout! And as they were shouting, the victory came down. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! God came down. The words came down. And they had Jericho. They defeated sin. They defeated sin. You are defeating sin right now. Come on, shout! Shout in praise. Shout in prayer. Shout in glory. Hallelujah! Oh, glory! Hallelujah! Listen, I'm not going to sing for you. I want you to shout to the Lord. Shout a shout of revelation. Pray like you have never prayed before. Your victory is coming here. Today, what do you need? Your victory is here.
Lord, there is none like you all of my days. I want to praise the wonders of your mighty
that faith will save you. Faith will make you whole.
and helps you to claim it out from the hands of the devil. I wonder, before we dismiss, every eye closed, if there is anybody who has never been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus, you want to make that decision now. Maybe some want to give their life to Jesus. Or dedicate yourself to him. I want to take a moment and invite you. 